What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. What up, buds? Just wanted to let you know that Blue Wire Studios just dropped our first original podcast called Golden Goal. The show gives you 10-minute episodes all about soccer legends and the moments that made them. Whether you're just learning about soccer for the first time, like me, or a diehard fan, like Jamel, this podcast is a great listen for absolutely everyone. The final two episodes are live right now, or you can binge the entire season to learn about your favorite soccer stars. Check out Blue Wire's Golden Goal, available anywhere you listen to podcasts, and you can subscribe by clicking the link inside this podcast episode's description. All right, guys, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Airbuds Podcast, a podcast about basketball and friendship and not humor in the slightest. My name is Jamel. I'm Peter. My name is Mike. Happy basketball, my dudes. Happy to be doing this for going on four years together. Buds indeed. It's good to see you guys. Happy basketball, friends. Wow. Guys. You guys are my friends. You know what? We recorded an episode, and now we're recording another episode, and you know what? It's just good to be here with you guys. No better way to spend a Sunday than by running it back. Why would you even tell him, dude? You don't know shit about movie magic? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll edit it in post. Nah, uh, no, don't edit it. Just leave no. it. Tim, we're editing nothing this episode. Whatever. God damn it. Let's, let's fuck with the uh, fuck is good with y'all, man. You know... Uh, the neighbor, my neighbor in my back house, uh, is currently throwing another party tonight. Shut up! A uh, Sunday night party? Yeah. So, he's how many just... people are are going to these parties? Like, if you put a nu- a number on it, um, I think Friday's party, uh, it had to be at least in the twenties. Um, What's the vibe? What kind of music they playing over there? In his bed, in the bed, it's in his in his side yard. Uh, which you know, but it's still that's a lot of people in that little fenced in area. Is it uh, jazz? Are they playing I, like dance? Is it trip hop? You know, it's not like ska. So, sometimes he he'll put he'll watch movies out there with with people. Okay. I've been in, we've been invited, and I've always been like, uh, no, no thanks. Um, but yeah, uh, no, no, no ska music. I've really noticed what the music is. Honestly, I just noticed people walking up and down my driveway all night, coughing long. violently. Yeah. Yeah. What movie was it? Clueless. Um, they play a lot of ska and Clueless. You're just you just want to hear ska. And I feel like I've heard you talk about Clueless a lot recently too. I love Clueless. I love ska. These are two timeless things. <laughs> Clueless is a very good movie. Uh, I it's on Netflix now. I want to fucking watch it, guys. We got some business. Let's get that out of the way real business? quick. Go go to at Airbuds Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow if you're not already. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we like to we like to dazzle. The, the timeline a little spice here and there uh so you know go check us out on those social media uh, and then uh no way 
<laughs> you know, like sugar and cinnamon. Those kinds of nice spices. Mm. Not only did Mike introduce me to spice on the Twitters recently, but he also gave me my first spice channel Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, whoa. What do you hold I on? Did. What do you mean? Y'all wait, did he like send you one? Mike, I uh Beth and I went over for some uh very social distant alcoholic beverages to the Glendale Casa, mutual friends. Okay. And Mike, like a boss that he is, stepped through with just a cornucopia of Popeye's chicken drive through That's so good, because he lives in Eagle Rock. There's the, the, the best Popeye's in the city. Yeah, I got easy access to uh, to a good, very good Popeye's. It's not a drive through That's the one flaw of this That's one. That's why it's that so it good. Is, you have to enter. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I've dropped like 40 bucks on Popeye's chicken. As you know, that, that gets you a lot of <laughs> Popeye's chicken. Honestly, I did it because I just wanted a chicken sandwich for myself. But I felt like if I showed up with with nothing for anyone else, that would just be rude. So, yeah. I was not expecting for that sandwich to be so delicious. I didn't expect it not to be delicious, but I now understand retroactively all of the line waiting and the Twittering and the hand-wringing. Popeye's is scary. I went through a phase. Me and my boy Romaine, we were going to Popeye's like two, three days a week. This This was like 2013, 2014. And it just hasn't, it, I mean, of course I've had the sandwich three times, but it, it's still like, it scares me. Just because you mean, know you could flip that switch at any time. Yeah. And plus the Eagle Rock Popeyes motherfuckers be fighting over there. So, you know, I'm scared for my life physically as well. It's a weird mix of uh, of vibes in there. That Goodwill, um, they fight in that Goodwill. I saw somebody get smacked in the face in that Goodwill. Yep. Yeah. Um, that Goodwill's where I got, uh, a jacket, this jacket. Hold on. Uh, well, I'm not gonna be able to find it. Uh, guys, we still have more business. Uh, let me get back to that real quick. If you go to Apple podcasts, you leave us a five-star review. We will read whatever you write on the air, including, uh, stuff like this headline. The white guys are mad, but that black guy, uh, from Dr. Goldenrod, five stars, body of the review guys are mad but that black dude rules five stars i i don't know what you want me to do with this uh thank you <laughs> i mean it's i don't know is it racist i guess it it's is racist. look because once because he didn't use anyone's names that's racist no it feels like the intention was to get in on the joke and like they half got in but boy when you play with that kind of that kind of fire you best bring the heat yeah. because if you it, hey if you're a fan of me or this program, you don't get to mention that I'm black, period. <laughs> um, yeah. If you if you're not aware, there is a running I guess bit on this show uh, where you know it, it's it's Peter's arching his eyebrows. It's not a bit. It doesn't. It's re- our policy. It, it's not a bit. It, this is our policy. Well, yeah. Okay. So everyone loves Jamel more than us, especially in the reviews. And I play into that, you know, for comedic purposes and trying to get people to trying to bait people into writing reviews, basically. But now we get a review like this and I feel a little weird. Dr. Goldenrod, I think your attentions were good, but uh, it's it's kind of a weird. See, it's a it's a it's a tightrope to walk, Doc, because last week's shout out to uh, Louis Farrakhan, like went way further, but was also way funnier and like in the pocket way better. 
I mean, look, you know, any in the specificity, yeah, you will find freedom. Stop mentioning uh, religious leaders of any variety, because if I hear Peter mention Louis Farrakhan again, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I'm only trying to mention him a fraction of the amount of time he's mentioned shooting me into the sun as a <laughs> Hey, honestly, that sounds tight. I would. <laughs> I'd love to go that way. Are you kidding me? Just put me in a spacesuit and launch me into the sun. I mean, yeah. Black hole, son. Yeah, won't you come? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's oh, the boy. business, guys. No, we oh, got more also, business. Oh yeah, business. Peter, you want to take it away? We made a fucking sweet real T-shirt, a real fucking Airbuds T-shirt celebrating the NBA season in its AAU form, coming in oh less than two weeks. They will be back. And so we made a t-shirt to honor this NBA national championship season. And you can find it at airbudspod.com or airbuds.bigcartel.com. It's a beautiful t-shirt. Shout out to Jeff Tice, who helped Jamel design it. And there is uh, some beautiful sloganing, some beautiful lettering. And you should pick one up because we'll donate any proceeds to feeding Los Angeles youth in this time of uncertain schooling. And uh, this t-shirt's also just fresh as fuck. Yeah, it's a really cool t-shirt. Uh, shout out to Jamel, whose vision it was. Yeah, dude, can I happen. keep one of the proceeds? Look, I don't. I want the kids to eat too. <laughs> but let me, just, let me just get $50 off this. Well, Jamel, yes, of course. I said a portion of the proceeds. You said. All I'm saying is if we break even, we can all grab a little bit of scratch. And if we divide it up a fourth way, we'll just... Get some kids some fucking food, you know? Make Mitch McConnell say to kids. Why we got to say to kids all the time? <laughs> because that is not going to happen. I mean, you're right, but <laughs> damn. Um, speaking of proceeds, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod and uh, why not join our little Patreon uh, community? Don't tell Jamel that that goes to good causes as well. It might make him furious. Well, (laughs) like this month, Jamel gets to keep his portion of. It's my fucking birthday. It's his birthday. Please, Jamel needs to buy Wingstop. Yeah, God fucking damn. Everybody want to talk about, oh, you like the black guy. Let me fucking buy a sandwich with this fucking crowdfunding. (laughs) But yeah, for $5 a month, uh, or seventeen hundred dollars a month if you yeah. want to. If you wanna, don't forget about the seventeen hundred dollar tier. Uh, you get bonus episodes. You get bonus videos. You get uh, access to our our Slack, which is uh, always popping off. It's been very active uh, the past few days. Very exciting time to be in there. Uh, and look, we're gonna start doing some Zoom watch-alongs of these games that are coming back. And so, guys, don't uh, forget about the wholesome channel. Slackheads, we're not. I'm not seeing a lot of activity in the wholesome area. Time for us to get wholesome. Let's do it. We are. This is a wholesome podcast. It is about friendship and love. Um, but yeah, oh, and if you donate money, uh, if you give us money, we're donating it. Uh, most of it to Black Lives Matter related causes, uh, such as Black Lives Matter LA, various bail funds r- throughout the the nation. Um, but Jamel's keeping uh, I'm some of the money. Spending it on fucking new toothbrushes. <laughs> so if you want to either, if you want to support, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter causes or Jamel's dental health. Go to yeah. patreon.com slash airbudspod. Uh, guys, let's talk about, I mean, I feel like we've spent so much time talking about this business because there's not a whole lot to talk about in the NBA right now. I is mean, there? Is, is there? there? What are you talking about? 
we this whole thing should be about us finding out if James Harden has the internet or if he doesn't. Yep. If you're not aware, James Harden joined the bubble uh, a couple days ago, and he did so. He made a he made a splash. He made a fashion <laughs> splash, a good old fashion splash. Um, <laughs> it's actually in many ways a fashion splash because he was wearing a fascist face mask. Uh, it was a thin blue line uh, Punisher skull bandana over his face. Um, and uh, quite an interesting choice. Look, what I want to say first off, Rockets, the Rocket social media person needs to get fired. You don't need to post a picture of James Harden that bad. You already got a video of him coming in with his suitcase on. Why are you, why are you taking a portrait mode photo with the flash on and posting this? It was kind of a bad photo. Uh, with a bad mask. Of course, the rapper Young Thug came to his friend James Harden's defense saying, James Harden does not have internet access and doesn't know <laughs> what this mask is. I, oh God. Do they have like public computers, like library computers in strip clubs in Texas? <laughs> I mean, Texas for sure. Texas got strip club libraries. Yeah. If Seattle, because you know how Washington State got uh, stripper coffee shops. So they probably got stripper libraries down there. That's actually pretty tight. Um, Which one? Me? I use my public internet at the strip club. I used to be a library internet guy. That, what kind of people did you rub elbows with when you were a library internet guy? Well, you know, the Woodbridge, uh, the well, the, the, the Chin Center branch uh, wasn't that spiced up. But you would see somebody walking in with their own blanket every now and again. I would just like when you see someone who is like able-bodied or like, like I'm just always like, what, what are you looking for on the internet that you don't want your spouse to see? So you came to the library, <laughs> like what kind of murder research are you doing? Yeah. That's where it goes down. That's where a lot of dark net business goes down. A lot of people, uh, connecting with Backpage uh, via the library. That would be a tight way to run your business. <laughs> just <laughs> the, the library prostitute. Yeah. I mean, that might be a show. That might be something we need to develop. But I Tim, mean, I, Tim, I, I, this could, out. <laughs> <laughs> I could believe that a Harden doesn't like know what's going on. I could believe that. I could believe he has the amount of money it takes to be fully unaware of his surroundings. Of all the things happening in the world right now, this is truly so far down my list of concerns, even in the NBA. Like I under like, I, I, you know, we jump to a lot of conclusions on this podcast, on the internet, amongst our text chain. And this is just a conclusion that I really, frankly, don't give you, a shit about. You're not jumping like, to I mean, it? You don't care I, at all? I, I just... Should I? Do I need no. to care about this? Come on! What do you? I, I mean, you don't need to, but damn, there was a dude. There was a dude in my building who had the Blue Lives Matter flag on his door. Oh. You saw it. He took it down. Yeah, dude. He took it down. He took it. No way. That dude took he it down. He took it down. He had the curfew time. He took it down. He he had the apartment right next to the elevator too, so you always saw it every single prime time. location. And it is like something about that Blue Lives Matter flag is really just like creepy too. Well, you know, it's uh, 
it's based on the American flag, which we discussed on a previous episode, is kind of an ugly flag. Yeah. And I, yeah. So take the, yeah, I mean, listen, James, James yeah, is fine. I, James I, is fine. I don't need another reason for everyone to, to hate James, like, irrational. I, yeah. He's very good at basketball. He also has previously been spotted at marchers and interviewed about marching and, you know, he's very pro Black Lives Matter in the past. Yeah, so he just, this is clearly an instance where he just had no idea what he thought this was. This little cool mask. There's a skull on it. And he. Yeah, he just loves skulls that much. <laughs> he just really missed tap out. He was like, oh, man, this makes me think of my affliction. Uh, short set that I used to rock. James Harden is probably. I bet he was an affliction guy. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a it looks like something you would get at like an emo rock band like festival. It looks Warped dumb tour. as fuck. Yeah. I look, I am f- My heart my heart Ew. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. That's it. That's the kind of mask. I blame the social media wearing. people more than him because they was trying to pull a fast one. Cause they knew what it meant and they knew James had only been talking to hoes and didn't know what was going on, okay? So they was trying to be like, oh, yeah, oh, look, hey, James James like the cops. You think the guy or the, the, the person that runs the Rockets social media asked him to put it on? Does matter no. guy themselves? I just, no, I think they were just thinking like, okay, oh, shit, James doesn't know what he did. Maybe we can kind of just under the veil of like plausible deniability we could put this out we can get some some blue lives guys back watching the rockets because they're those people are like scared that like racists are actually going to stop watching basketball but they're you know that like it doesn't matter what they do but they're still worried about it you feel me so the person that runs the rockets twitter is worried about the ratings (laughs) Yeah, he's worried about the ratings so much. This guy has a lot going yeah. on. Jamel. He's scared. <laughs> he is. He's scared, and he didn't know any better. Is it Tillman Fertitta, the the social media? Is is he half owner, half uh, social media producer? No. Well, he's about to get fired. Yeah, get your ass up out of here. Um, can I say though? Are we really sure that anyone who threatens to stop watching sports because they're too woke actually does it? If you're that, like, yeah, you should never I, be concerned with a. Uh, a blue matter person like thinks is it, like threatens to not watch. Y'all don't even get Nielsen boxes. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. What are you going to not watch your football team? They don't. The last time yeah, I checked, right, yeah, they dude. don't send them shits to Iowa. Cause you know what you, you know what you have? If you're like an open racist, you probably just have that and loving football. Yeah. No, I, anytime I see, I mean, we, I think we were looking at a tweet earlier. Uh, someone tweeted something like, I'm a huge Dallas Mavericks fan and have been for my whole life. The moment one of those players like kneels for the national anthem, like I am gone. And then like Mark Cuban, like retweeted it and just said, bye. (laughs) But like that guy's still going to be fucking watching the NBA. If you, yeah. Yeah. And who cares if you're not? Uh Who cares? Gonna take a quick break to tell you about our sponsor, Bet Online. Buds, sports are coming back, 
and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. And there's no better place to start than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Get in on the action for this week's big UFC fight or check out odds on NASCAR, Formula One, and Premier League. Can't wait for your team to come back. Bet Online has future odds, including win totals, division winners, and even league championships. Or check out daily simulations of Madden and NBA 2K to watch and wager on. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, to receive your welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Do it. I do it. Jamel does it. We're going to teach Mike how to do it. It'll be a jolly good time. That's BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Um, well, you know, now that we're kind of on this, this, uh, idea of, uh, of, of wokefulness and performance, uh, woke performances, I don't know what, how do you say it? acts of random woke, wokefulness? Um, so this is something we've been chatting about, uh, but the NBA, uh, is restarting. And part of that, pro- the, the part of the promise of the restart is the players are getting this giant platform. Uh, to talk about social matters, to talk about uh, racism and systemic racism and uh, police violence. And, um, you know, they're letting them wear these pre-approved slogans on their jerseys, which I think is whack as hell. Um, But uh, we were promised that they would all have this platform and it would just be like one long, like, like civil rights march. Uh, And what have have we seen so far Mm -hmm. in the bubble? Not not only were we promised that this would be a platform, this was like some of the impetus for people to get on board with basketball coming back at all. Yeah. And all we've seen so far is shotgunning beers, goofing around like it's fucking all boys summer camp, fishing. But sometimes they like, got on Malcolm X tees when they do it, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's You got to count that. Um, It's not that I don't like think that these players are have that on their mind i'm sure they do i'm sure they're thinking about it i'm sure uh 99 of them are engaged and and uh thoughtful about all this i think it's just a matter of like when is the nba going to give them the platform to like say the things that they said that they could not until post game of the playoffs well that and also that is also we need we we haven't had any real media days they've been starting to do media days uh here and there especially via video conferencing jeremy grant did uh uh he answered every single question that was asked of him during his media availability the other day by just restating they haven't arrested the cops that killed brianna taylor yet and he every question no matter what he just kind of said it in a different way and i thought that was like great but you guys are looking at me like you didn't even know that that happened because it didn't it didn't, sure didn't. It did yeah. not get any coverage. And also, I saw a good tweet. Somebody said we got to stop saying these guys who killed Breonna Taylor. We got to like name these three clowns as individuals because it sounds like they're you know we like it's gotten to the point where it's almost like they're not even real people. It's like uh, this like this lady got killed by some ghosts. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I think you're. I think that's a, exactly a good point, and it's like the kind of thing uh, without any specificity or accountability i.e. naming the names like eventually this just goes away and then there there's also there's also something to michael the idea that the reason this moment of social unrest and you know 
fully kind of embracing Black Lives Matter as a country was even able to happen at all was because the entire country was mostly just shut down. And so there was no distractions. Yeah, no, it was definitely all a, a, a thousand things had to happen the way they did for it to blow up the, the way it went. And I, you know, like, I think we all agree that the NBA uh, was trying to suck uh, the black community off w- with this, but in their own corporate way. And they're going to try to, uh, you know, like, hey, don't uh, don't say it so loudly. You know what I mean? It's going to be a lot of bullshit like that. But it ain't even about work. Like, if you don't know what we think by now, hey, what are you, who are we convincing? You know what I'm saying? I, it's about the bread. And I still think that money is our uh, our key tool to, to any fight. And Drew Holiday leading the charge, donating all of his game checks from this to various causes. And that's like 8.5 mil. And that's not including the playoffs if they make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, that's right. Drew Holiday and his wife uh, are starting a some kind of social justice fund, right? Like they're basically launching their own charity with this five to eight million dollars or whatever it ends up being. Um, yeah, that's because you can't even. I mean, ain't shit left to even say. What? Are, ain't nothing to talk about. It's also not on the players to like live a performative social justice like life in this bubble every single minute of every single day too, which is like another thing where they're heaving the expectations on like people of color having to kind of like be accountable for white people being racist the whole time. So like, I don't really even know what it would look like for them to actually have and be doing this level of kind of have the social justice platform in a way that would be anything but just a distraction for what the fuck's happening. Right it's now. a weird thin line. Cause you right, dog. I, that's exactly how I feel too. It's like, and I think I saw a friend of the pod, Pap Johnson. He was saying something like, why is LeBron expected to do more than like a Senator? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, like how is, how is this the system? But then the opposite makes me feel strange too. Like when I'm riding down the sunset, I'm in silver Lake and I see like, uh, a Black Lives Matters rally, and it's all white people. I'm like, this should look like a car wash. <laughs> Y'all look like who is what? I mean, I do think it is very kind of you know, as a lot of uh, black leaders and activists have said, like, you know, this is not like a black person problem. This is like a this is like a like white people are the problem here. So like at least if there's like a level of engagement and accountability from them, at least there's like like that is at least feels like it's more progress moving. Like the 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 Silver Lake Black Lives Matter car wash looks is at least kind of addressing something a little bit more head on of being like, yeah, this needs to be like a multi-racial coalition. And to just kind of heap all of that on like the surprise when LeBron and Anthony Davis don't put group economics on their fucking jersey. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> telling you i'm about to, uh, next time i see the motherfuckers out i'm busting them to compton nah we're gonna yeah let's go to where some black people really at so you could tell them you love them um shout out to alex caruso who uh is putting black lives matter on his jersey um you know so is kyle corver and again like white dudes yeah. absolutely this is yeah like we said last week if you white you shouldn't get a name <laughs> in general in life <laughs> yeah take your name off um guys i have to ask this came to attention in in the airbuds patreon slack uh someone in the bubble 
is doing really tight braids. Um, one of our one of our uh, our patreons, I think, who was it? It was Mi- Miatch Richmond. Or somebody else. Uh, yeah, he posted two uh, two befores and afters of Lou Williams and Kawhi Leonard uh, coming in with their hair kind of uh, a little, you know unkempt and then a, a couple days later just with these really freshly tight tightly made braids i have a theory tyler hero tyler Go hero on. is braiding people's hair <laughs> whoa first off i'd love that yeah I, i'm on I board think he learned how what? to do it and now he's sneaking into people's rooms at night and doing it while they sleep as a prank <laughs> he's he's doing elaborate cornrows that take I, I multiple like hours. hours yeah i'm not i'm not gonna lie this is also a bit from the eurovision movie on netflix oh, wait, i swear wait. to god <laughs> where someone's hair gets braided in the middle of the night really? while they're sleeping wow <laughs> yeah um okay, okay i have a different theory i think this person is the i don't know farnsworth bentley of just like hair braiding just like someone who's just like a like super connected like person everyone knows who they are on the inside no one knows who they are on the outside and they are the reason why this nba 2k style neighborhood barbershop is getting built inside the bubble and it's actually for them so that they can legitimize their tight braiding for everyone and not have it be like that all these guys are breaking the rules by sneaking someone in yeah i can see that i think uh i think that's probably exactly right they they saw like the NBA saw that they that the players are doing something that they couldn't control, and so now they're trying to control it by uh, making it appear to be like some kind of service. Or like, here's the thing, here's a barbershop for you guys. Thanks for being so cool. But it was really just like they don't trust the players to do shit on their own. I don't know. You think you think the barbers are also the DJs? I mean, that would save a lot of calling all barbers slash DJs slash mixologists. I could head down to Orlando. Yeah, I feel like Florida's got a lot of barber slash DJs. I mean, that's what most why of my they, that's why they should have done it in the drivers I've ever had that have taken me to the airport were all of those things, and they told me all about it. Yep, <laughs> you heard the gruesome details. <laughs> um, I think the barber shop. I mean, I'm trying to figure it out myself. Like, what's actually going on? Is like, like, is somebody's publicist also their hairdresser? It's got to be some sort of multi-tool deal like that, right? Like, who are players allowed to even bring with them? I don't th- think right now nobody, right? Right now the only people that are in the bubble are uh, supposedly just, like, essential members of the team. Yes, that and then also just random members of the public who are paying yeah. to go to Disney World and staying at the same hotel. Oh, right. But other than that, nobody else. So Adam Silver's doing their hair. <laughs> Adam Silver, you know, raised by women. He grew up around a lot of different females, taught him how to braid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, guys, speaking of braids, and Jamel, I think you might have some opinions on this. Scotty oh Pippen went and got braids. Uh, guys, um, I don't know if you guys saw. Somebody did a meme. Somebody did a, a fake photo where they put Scotty Pippen's uh, face on a on a rapper with braids body. I forgot who it was, but Scotty saw it, 
heard the LOLs, went and got himself some braids. Because he had the fro. <laughs> you can't you, get it. you can't get more single than that. The point is I'm worried about Scotty emotionally. Uh I think I I I mean please please jump in if I'm out of line. I think they look great. They do look pretty good. For an old guy braids, he's crushing yeah. like he makes Jerry Rice's twists from back in the day look remedial. Those look like solid braids. He looks like he could he looks like he could join a gang with them braids right now. Yeah, he does. They're pretty tight. Um, I don't know. Obviously, everyone's making a lot of future jokes, essentially saying future destroyed Scottie Pippen's brain. Um, And now this is him trying to pick up the pieces. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. Where where does Scottie Pippen get his hair braided? The same. He goes into the bubble because it's the person. (laughs) It's the person who who, it's the, the braid person. Yeah, the, there is one like, like ultimate braid person. Do you guys think Rich Paul just is like, oh, hey, by coincidence, like I'm taking a three month vacation in Disney Disney World, and he's just he just booked the room next to LeBron's. Yes, we already discussed this. LeBron is definitely staying somewhere no one else is staying. Yeah, we have not seen any part of LeBron's life, have we? Why do I feel like LeBron poops exclusively in Alex Caruso's hotel room? (laughs) I don't know why you feel that way, but but it sounds right to me. (laughs) Just the spidey sense that I'm getting right now. I thought they got along better than that. They do. No, they get along great. It's a privilege. (laughs) To have LeBron crap. He's one of the greatest shitters of all time. Yeah, Yeah, man. His percentage is crazy it's a hundred percent poop every time <laughs> yo which is like wild <laughs> fucking goat status baby the nba barbershop you know what i wonder i like i'm sure there's like some legit barbers in there but there's probably still one person that no one will ever go to <laughs> is that a thing in white barbershops the, like don't don't sit in the last chair yeah yeah okay but i think they uh they mix it up a lot, I think. In like, I, I don't know. I used to I used to go to that uh, barber shop in in uh, Silver Lake on the right near where uh, Frank's old place used to be. Oh yeah, yeah. Vinny's. Yeah, Vinny's. Um, R.I.P. Vinny's. They shut the fuck down so fast yeah. when this shit started. But uh, they would definitely they 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 didn't let anybody stick around in a chair. Like they would shuffle the the people around, so you never knew what you were getting. One time, I sat in the front seat in the shop and uh it was a new trainee <laughs> and fucked my hair up yeah i remember one time my uh my great grandma cursed out a dude it was the one time like i was like like eight and my grandma like took me to the barbershop and you know that's usually like like my dad will walk in there give him the directions i'm a child they do it <laughs> you know, this is a child yeah do your thing carry on <laughs> grandma sent me to the new guy like the dude who like owned the barbershop like his brother was like starting there and you know he's like the front chair guy and this motherfucker cut off my eyebrow what? <laughs> what? no yeah, i was it was like barbershop bro. how did that happen did he sneeze because he i guess he just sucked. all i know is 
I'm walking around no eyebrow all summer. And my but before this, my great grandmother goes to the barbershop, curses this man out. And it's like, I'm like, why? You can't yell at my eyebrows till they grow back. Don't <laughs> yell at him. <laughs> my only saving grace was that it was summer. And so and it was like football practice time. I'm wearing a helmet. <laughs> it was like nobody even knew. I would show up to the with the helmet on, getting out the car. Hell yeah. <laughs> Why is Jamel taking a shower with his helmet? <laughs> Tell y'all about that later. Um, guys, have, have, are we aware of the NBA Bubble Life Twitter account? I am. Yes. So it's yes, an account that, that just has 105,000 followers now. It was started like two weeks ago, and it's suddenly just this gigantic account documenting, uh, you know, just all, all – facets of the nba bubble life uh they're kind of the ones that made jj reddick uh shotgun a beer i think i'm worried about them because whoever's running the nba bubble life i think the fame and the the quick rise to stardom has gone to their head and they're a little entitled now they're just straight up demanding rui hachimura's playstation uh username yeah, nah, the, the 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 bubble account has turned uh slightly creep. Yeah, there was like uh Jerome Robinson said I make the best flapjacks, no cap. And then let's see then is what is what the NBA bubble life. They're just like demanding players like sh- like take photos and send them. It's Yeah, and it's like you already have all the photos. Yeah. It feels you like put- the fastest like like uh, Walter White to Heisenberg transition of all time, where it's just like this went to that person's head immediately. And now there's some version of like Guccifer slash like, I don't know, like a celebrity game show host gone terribly wrong. They're like, yeah, that's like Guccifer meets like Chris fucking Hansen or something like that. Yeah. And they're like, and they're, it's like a weird crossover of them wanting too much and them also unnecessarily sucking players off. <laughs> like, I, love troy brown jr i want to see this man excel and uh expand his game in exciting ways with our g league roster that we have taken to the aau tournament and he's been doing like a vlog series and i watched it and as with most nba players official vlogs that the team also promotes it's pretty fucking boring he plays 2k (laughs) uh he goes to practice he eats a sandwich he uh, says hello. He does not. You know, it's basically that. And they're just like, oh, God, can't wait for this next episode. It's like, dude, all he does is look at a bunch of laundry machines. <laughs> hey, calm y'all ass down. Um, On July 18th. I think they're going to get banned from NBA Bubble Egg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, on- how? What, what are they going to do? Are they going to? Is it because of incidental hate speech or are they going to like? <laughs> What are they going to do? Are they going to accidentally post a nude? How do you think they're going to go, Peter? I think it's going to be um I think they're going to op- they're going to open up someone's DMs maybe, maybe call someone out, maybe some Farrakhan <laughs> nonsense, you never know these days. Oh man. <laughs> Should not have reminded me what an anti-Semite that guy is cuz I am not going to let it go. What are you going to go to Harlem? You going to run him down? No, 
Just like stop retweeting him, fellow Jew, Chelsea Handler. How about that? Hey, look, that somebody, yo, get her. We got to get her on the show. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. I just think they're going to something. Oh, did you guys hear? We This isn't on the rundown, but did you hear about this Rachel Nichols no, shit? Oh, somebody was taking pics of her, like filming. Someone hacked into her computer camera. And it was not like an Aaron Andrews situation. There was very luckily no kind of, you know, personal privacy, you know, like no nudity or anything like that. Thank goodness. But they did record and send then to Deadspin a conversation she was having about inner politics at ESPN all through her hacked webcam at in her hotel room oh, at wow. the Disney bubble. Um, what was the conversation about? I think it was about like who's you know getting more opportunities who's not and it was kind of like sent and like teased out there like we have all of this we have more of this information so i just want to at least put out there um shout out to rachel nichols and um nba bubble life twitter account i'm formally accusing you <laughs> yeah get them out of here um they're man farrakhan they they everybody need to go uh on i just want to point this out july 18th this i think is one of the turning points of nba bubble life becoming way too demanding and and drinking its own kool-aid too much just simply tweeted over a week and at king james hasn't shown his room yet yeah it's like what what yeah dude yeah he doesn't fucking owe you a picture of his room (laughs) yeah what is this craziness Hurry up, man. Give us some give us your room, dude. Give us your room. I think Harden's got a point in not having the internet in his house. I think the internet is bad. I think the internet's pretty bad too. We should get rid of it. There, there, I said it. And I'm not and we are on an internet radio show right now. And I don't think we should probably be doing this. I think the whole thing needs to get burnt down. Alright, well it's on the podcast right now. Okay. Peace. Bye. <laughs> I didn't mean like for real. I meant like let's say. Oh, oh, we're oh no, we're out. Yeah, no, we could. Are we? Yeah, shit. I mean, should we just say Bye. goodbye right now? Dude, that was. This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goal. Messi takes everybody up. Messi has got it! From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. 2-0, and he's... What a World Cup for Megan Rapinoe! From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapinoe's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair... Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's Hand of God performance and subsequent downfall. The teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars. And that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Goal. Soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire.